You're listening to Nightlight. And welcome to this, the latest edition of Nightlight. On the show today, sitting with me in the studio are two Indian gentlemen, Noble from Hyderabad and Uday from Bangalore. They're here in East Africa on a one-month faith trip, and they have some amazing testimonies to share. Let's start with a song, though, as we usually do, and I know you'll enjoy listening to this one from Sam Halbert. What did Jesus do without a Coca-Cola? What did Jesus do without a $400,000 home? What did Jesus do without a new Toyota? What did Jesus do without an iPad of his own? Well, he loves the people recently updated from the original with references to Facebook and iPads and some of the things we didn't have, well, not so many years ago. Of course, if you come on a mission trip to remote villages in East Africa, as our guests on the show today have, you'll find that you have to make do without a lot of those things even today. Let me welcome to Nightlight Uday and Noble. Hi, Simon. I'm so excited to be here. So, so nice to be here, actually, just talking to you. I'm really so happy to be here. 
this is noble i'm from uh, south of india from hyderabad thank mm-hmm. you simon for having me in your studio now nightlights interview of the week so what brings you guys to uganda tell us how and why you're here uh coming to uganda uh, it is the lord who has brought us here when the lord called me 9 years back he asked me to go to africa especially to sudan so pressing towards that vision i just came forward and the lord helped open the doors this year and i was last year previously last year i was in kenya i was ministering in kenya but i could not go to sudan but this year lord has opened the doors for me to go to sudan i just came to africa on that mission going to sudan so that's how i'm in i'm in now in uganda tell us what the lord did to help you get here for the hearers it, it looks like very crazy that coming from india with no money so when when we booked the tickets for africa so i was working in a company a travel agent company in mumbai so i was asking the lord for the ticket amount for the help of for me to go to uh, sudan so miraculously lord has provided a ticket amount for me to go to africa how did the lord provide the ticket amount i i went to a, a church in mumbai then i was uh, i was led to uh, share my testimony in the church when i shared the testimony in the church one sister she came forward with the ticket amount and she said like brother i want you to go to sudan to share the gospel there then that's how i got the ticket amount mm-hmm. so later uh, i told i shared the same vision with uh, brother uday because uday we met in a retreat in hyderabad last year we were sharing the same room and uday asked me and i shared many testimonies like about africa to uday and uday got uh, inspired with that testimony and he said can you if you are going next time please if lord will take me also then i approached today and i said today we got an a ticket amount are you ready are you willing to come then he said yes i am ready i am willing to come and he has sacrificed he is supposed to go to japan hmm. on a tour pleasure trip like hmm. but today wants to come in a mission trip hmm. so that's make me so happy that i want i'm looking for somebody like minded spirit so that they mm-hmm. can come along with me because i last year i came with four missionaries along with me mm-hmm. so i'm praying that i can take more missionaries because i saw the need of africa mm-hmm. there's a lot of need in africa then i asked uday to can you come down he said okay then we both got ready we booked the tickets now the challenge was of visa mm-hmm. the challenge was about travel amount there's a big huge amount required for us to reach this many nations mm-hmm. because we are coming by road we come to kenya then we go to uganda then we reach to sudan mm-hmm. and from sudan again we need to come back to uganda again to kenya there's a lot of money required for the visas so when we arrived in the church and the church was backed off because of uh, taking a responsibility because sudan is not a good place they were worried because we are not known to them mm. and they just backed off so i was i was praying for the um, visa amount mm-hmm. lord if you can give me at least visa amount i can go to kenya <laughs> so lord did a miracle there mm-hmm. so when i came to the church few brothers they came forward they gave some money mm-hmm. i don't know how much there was mm-hmm. i don't know whether it is a visa amount or they might give us less amount also so i came to my room i prayed and i opened the envelope it was around 200 dollars mm-hmm. so i thank god that he has provided me but i have a challenges to go to sudan also because there is no money that's a lot of money required in this mission mm-hmm. so we came just by faith just by faith so just, just by faith 
You just had the money for the visa amount, but nothing else. Visa amount only for Kenya. <laughs> no visa amount for Uganda. No visa amount for Sudan. All right. So Sudan requires hundred dollars to our Indian nationalities, mm. and Kenya required fifty dollars. Uganda required fifty. So exit and coming in, they take, they might require hundred dollars each country. Right, right. So there's a lot of money re- required. Right. So we just came by faith. Just, uh, just decided to come. It's nightlight. What a delight. Uday, tell us about the decision you made to come on this mission trip with Noble instead of going on a relaxing holiday with your family to Japan. Yeah, this was about uh, three three months back. Uh, my whole family they wanted to go to Japan, and uh, they asked me to come along with them. It was it was just going to be a sightseeing uh, trip, you know, mm. just sightseeing, looking at the, looking at the sights and the. Maybe visiting a lot of uh, shrines mm-hmm. in Japan, and uh, this was what it's supposed to be going to be. Usually, I've taken many vacations of this kind before, but for me, I have this passion that whenever I go to any place, I have this passion to witness, <laughs> just to witness and tell others about the Lord. Mm-hmm. And uh, on trips like this in the past, I felt I could not do it so much because priorities of the others in the group were different. So when I prayed about it, I thought uh, because it was going to cost a bit to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't afford uh, two trips, you know, to go on another mission trip would have, would have been tough for me. Mm. So I decided to forsake the Japan trip and I stayed at home alone because mm. everybody went to Japan. My whole family <laughs> went went to Japan. And I decided that uh, I'm going to accompany brother Noble to Africa. Mm. And I really felt uh, a peace in my heart that I made that decision. I knew, I knew it was going to be much more challenging because... Uh, Usually, I'm used to taking vacations, very comfortable vacations, where uh, taxis meet us at the airport, take us along in air-conditioned cars everywhere. And when Noble told me this trip is going to be a mission trip, I can't promise you a comfortable <laughs> trip, but I can promise you a thrilling uh, faith-building trip. That's what he promised. And uh, he said there's going to be a lot of traveling by road, and uh, I can't even promise you a very comfortable bed to sleep at night. I can't promise you anything. Just count the cost before coming. That's what he told me. And that's exactly what I did. I really counted the cost, spent some time in prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew that, I knew in my heart that it was going to be fruitful. The Lord is going to bless this trip mm-hmm. and everything is going to be fine. I had this peace in my heart. So we look forward to hearing the testimonies of what happened when you arrived in Kenya on your way to South Sudan via Uganda with only the money for your visa to Kenya. But before that, I want to ask you, Noble, to share the testimony of how you came to love and serve the Lord, a wonderful testimony that you've been using to win many souls to the Lord. But before that, let's take a break for a song. He was willing to go in his stocking feet. Oh, he'd keep getting thinner and the less he'd eat. But he was brave as he was thin. War broke out, he got right in. Goodbye, Ma. Goodbye, Paul. Goodbye, loved ones. With your old hee-haw. Said the brave pioneer. Said the brave pioneer. I don't know what it's all about, but you bet my gosh I'll soon find out. And I'll bring you some disciples and a colony or two. That's about all one fella can do He was willing to go in his stocking feet Oh, he'd keep getting thinner and the less he'd eat But he was brave as he was thin The war broke 
Crazy Little Song has always been one of my favourites on the topic of stepping out to pioneer with crazy faith, just like our two guests, Noble and Udai, have done in coming by faith with no money on a one-month mission to Kenya, Uganda and South Sudan. But before we hear the testimonies of what the Lord has done for you here, honouring your crazy faith... Maybe, Noble, you would like to briefly share your story, how, how you came to love and serve the Lord. Inspiring you to love and serve Jesus more. You're listening to Night Light. I just wanted to know that, tell you that how I came to the Lord. So I was born, brought up in a Christian family from a Methodist background. My parents were from Methodist church and I was raised in the Methodist doctrines. And, uh, but I was a businessman. So before coming to the Lord, I was into business. I was uh, having my own uh, uh, IT recruitment company in India. I was doing very well, making a lot of money. So I married to a, my wife. She's from different caste, different background, uh, different religion. She's from Hindu background. So in India, we have uh, millions of gods. So she used to worship a million gods there. So I married to this girl and they're from a very rich background. So. I have a talent. I have a God has given me a good talent to make money, to use to make the wealth. So I was into like world and I started making money uh, in a wrong way, totally in wrong way. So I was using uh, 3W, uh, www.com to <laughs> develop my business. The 3W is nothing but wealth, wine and women. <laughs> I used to bribe people in these three areas to develop my business, mm. which is not pleasing God at all. So I was making a good money. But there was no peace at all in my heart. So one day I was in a five-star hotel in a pub. So I was drinking alcohol. It's around 10.30 in the late in the evening. I saw a missionary there in the bar. And he was witnessing to other people's... That is a Christmas time actually. It's in the month of November. So I was so angry at him. So I thought, why this guy came here? It is a wrong place. It's not a good place. Mm. And he's, he's sharing the gospel here. And immediately I called him. Hello, gentleman, can you come down for me? Come, 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 come here. He's, he came very humbly to me. And he sat beside me. And he asked my name. So we introduced ourselves. So I told my name, Noble. He said, are you Christian? By, by name, mm -hmm. he said, are you Christian? I said, yes, I'm a Christian. And he asked me, do you know Jesus? 
I said, yes, I know Jesus. Then he asked me one more question. Do you know Jesus personally? I was silent and he shared many things about Jesus, like how Jesus came to the earth, how he shed his blood on the cross, how he died for our sins. Then he asked me to, will you receive this Jesus now? Then I said, no, hmm. not now, because hmm. I have consumed alcohol. Maybe tomorrow I'll call you at the same time. We can meet outside and I'll pray. And I'll say that, I, I told him that I'm not in a good, good condition. Then he quoted a parable from the Bible. He said, sick people needs a doctor. Mm-hmm. Likewise, the sinners needs God. Mm-hmm. That has convinced my heart. So they said, I'll receive Christ now. That day I received Christ. He was His name was uh, Michael Bedoff from Canada. He came from missionary. I was so happy when I received Christ. I felt something peace in my heart. Mm-hmm. That's how I came to the Lord in the year 1997, November. So from then, my habits were, did not get changed. Like I was same having a alcohol. I'm, I'm doing everything. But something inside me, like, because I have, after the alcohol, I was on the hangover, every day morning I used to take out the contact details from my pocket because I don't know whom I bet last night. So when I saw this gentleman, Mamba, he's a Canadian, I thought it's a businessman. So let's make a business with him because he's a foreigner. I can make a good business with him in overseas also. That's how I went to his house. When I went to his house, I saw children praying. Other people are writing Bible. So I thought this is a wrong place I entered. <laughs> then I immediately wanted to come out. Then he stopped me and he said, come inside and he gave me a tea. And the children prayed for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really happy. Somebody is praying for me. That makes me to look around like what's really this Jesus is all about. Then I started following this guy. I'm taking this man to different churches, introducing my contacts to sell the CDs. So one day we got uh, our my bike got repaired and my tire got punctured. Mm-hmm. That time, I thought of he'll pay some amount to me to fix the tire. Instead, in the middle of the road, is asking, let's pray the Lord will provide. Mm-hmm. Then I said, who will going to give? <laughs> because I'm a businessman, I know nothing comes from free. So let's see what this guy do. Then he prayed. Mm-hmm. Opposite the road, there is a uh, tire shop. He went to there. He was a Muslim guy. He's not a word about faith also, but he was mm-hmm. a different faith. Mm-hmm. But when he said about that, we got a puncture and he prayed, that guy gave a brand new tire. Wow. That is the first faith like I've mm. seen when everything was closed. When we asked the doors to open, the Lord will open the doors. Then after that, in the night, we went to the five-star hotel. The whole day we were struggling to get the money to sell the CDs, sharing the witnessing to the people. We got a little money mm-hmm. and this guy is taking us to five-star hotel for the dinner, for supper. <laughs> I said, this is crazy. I said, I won't eat, you eat first because I don't want to waste that money because that is a hard-earned money. Mm. You're wasting like in the five-star hotels. He said, no, brother, when we pray, God will provide. <laughs> and five-star hotel, I've, I've been in five-star hotels daily for boozing. I see many people, they're all rich people, but uh, asking them, it will be very embarrassing. Mm. So this guy prayed outside the hotel and we went inside. We were treated like VIPs there. <laughs> I said, oh God, this is very really good. Because I'm making money in a wrong way. I can come into this way, praying th- and the Lord will op- open the doors. That's how the first that faith slowly came. The Bible says the faith comes by hearing the word of God. Mm-hmm. Then I started reading Bible regularly. And the uh, Lord has been so faithful to me. These guys left to Canada back. Mm-hmm. Then I felt all alone again. So again I went back to the same drinking, smoking cigarettes. But in the year 2005, May 7th. I got a massive heart attack. Mm. 
it heart attack for 12 full hours Ooh. it was around 3 o'clock afternoon in the evening and again i noticed the pain left me around 3 am in the morning mm. so 12 full hours i was traveling battling for my life i can say only jesus has saved my life again in the year 2007 i got a paralysis stroke on my left mm. this time i said no this i'm i'm totally gone i'm blessed with four daughters now mm. and uh, that time when i got a paralysis stroke i had a three daughters mm. so raising a three daughters in india it's uh, highly impossible like it is very challenging very very challenging and uh, i married to a hindu girl so nobody was supporting us in any ways because we are married to our parents uh, will so nobody was supporting us we were all alone in this world like we mm. felt like that we were all alone in this world. but jesus was with us all the time wow so one day i was admitted in the hospital of after getting the paralysis stroke so i got a urge to smoke a cigarette mm. so i just came out of the hospital i went to a cafe mm. down there i lit the cigarette to smoke when i lit the cigarette i heard the voice through it mm. and there was nobody there i was thinking i was thinking this an illusion i did the second time mm. about to smoke and the third time my hands and my leg got shivered wow. i just threw the cigarette i came back to my hospital i admitted readmitted again i slept that night i never told this to my wife or anybody because they may think that noble is gone now is out of mind now <laughs> so i don't want to tell this about this sound uh, strange voice that i heard that night i slept and that night lord gave me a dream i'm not shared this uh, dream with many people right so today uh, the holy spirit is encouraging me to share in this your radio show oh. when i slept uh, i saw a dream in the dream i saw in the mid air i saw two people one is a short guy another one is a tall guy and i went and i introduced myself to him then i asked him who are you then they introduced themselves as peter saint peter mm. other guys saint paul <laughs> the short guy is saint paul mm. and he told us he told me the lord wants you to go and get the souls for the lord and they gave me two baskets in mm. my hand mm. and asked me to go and to get the souls Wow. So I came down and I was preaching the gospel to the people getting the souls to them. Mm. This happened 6 7 times. So I said, "Brother, I'm so tired. There are no more souls." They said, "No, there's a deep down dark there's a souls. Go you can find it." When I came there I could find only one or two souls. Again with tired I stood said, "It's over now. There's no more souls." Again they stood said, "No, no, there's many souls. You can go." that was i came down and searching for the souls preaching the gospel in the dark areas so i could get the souls for the lord mm. so when i gave that souls and i seen that big light and they mm. disappeared and there was a big light and it's my dream vanished so when i waked up the morning i was so happy in my spirit i was so joyful in my spirit and immediately i heard as a small baby crying i told my wife somebody is crying in the second or first floor can you go and look them she went down and she said no she came with tears mm. in her eyes she said noble same problem what you are facing that girl is also facing so immediately something compassion came into my heart i just cried bitterly asking the lord to heal that girl because i am taking this pain the mm. medicine what i am taking was so painful so i don't want that girl to be take that same mm. pain so i asked her the first time with in the spirit mm-hmm. with compassion i prayed for somebody uh-huh. so that was the first day then after the discharge from the hospital i was i felt like almost dead dead like i was so sick in my body mm-hmm. i was al- almost like became like a skeleton wow. with different uh, sicknesses in my body 
it was like impossible for me to survive then i prayed to the lord that was the first time i felt like it was prayed from my spirit mm-hmm. i said father i cannot take it anymore because i have three daughters mm-hmm. no help mm-hmm. so please take me back i want to come home i cannot take this then i heard a same voice saying in my ears like my son go and pray there was nobody in my room i was mm-hmm. all alone in my house i just went down as he said i obeyed his voice and i knelt down when i knelt down i could see that i was not in my body hmm i was out and somebody is kneeling down in front of me and i can see some more, one more one person behind me standing behind me and asking me to open my mouth hmm. he's telling me to open my mouth so he told me once twice and thrice after third time i just opened my mouth hmm. then i got an holy spirit anointing me very powerfully and i started speaking in tongues i was started speaking in tongues from 3 or 3 or 2 o'clock afternoon by 2 o'clock it was around 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock mid afternoon i started praying in tongues then i could notice that i was praying till 12 full hours next day morning 4 o'clock i was completely speaking only in tongues kneeling at one down one stretch while speaking in tongues the lord told me to take the paper and pen and write it down when i took the paper and pen and writing writing down what the lord wants to tell me the lord told me my son i am anointing you to preach the gospel in africa uh-huh. go to sudan hmm. to be frank i don't know where the sudan is also <laughs> i never heard about sudan before hmm. because i was a, i'm a academic very poor <laughs> i'm a very poor i was a guy like no like going to school and making fun <laughs> enjoying the life taking every, everything very easily <laughs> so maybe that reason i never heard my teachers telling me about sudan but this was the lord telling me to go to sudan so lord told me to go to sudan but you will not come to the ministry immediately but after 3 years you will be serving me mm. this is the word the lord had told me and many things is i will sharing you further and uh, after this i came down to my bed and sl- went to sleep mm. then the lord told me to not to sleep on my straight he wants me to sleep on my right side so i was thinking this all an illusion for me again so it happened seventh time then i could feel the heavenly touches physical touch in my mm. on my cheek mm. there was nobody then i heard the strange voice a dark uh, uh, like spirit coming mm. out of behind me and that went from my bedroom from drawing drawing room then it rested outside the temple uh, and it mm. rested there then after that i became whole i was delivered from my alcohol mm. i delivered from my smoking i delivered from every every habits no. so lord delivered me and he bought me a big screen in front of me and he showed me what i did all my wrongs there mm. so i was confessing every wrong mm. with my family my parents my mother my mm. father i was asking forgive me mm. then after that my life changed after that my life changed and slowly after exactly after 3 years my wife bought a paper and mm. that paper which i wrote she said noble why don't you read this is something that lord has told you to read mm. then i when i read again the tears fell down from mm-hmm. my eyes exactly 3 years i went to a fellowship and i never spoke with anybody in front of big groups mm-hmm. i was a shy person i used to do big big things out behind the scene mm-hmm. but not in front <laughs> that day when i was sitting somebody was like physical touch again somebody was pulling my shirt to go and mm-hmm. share the testimony nobody knows that what problem we are going through we didn't have any food to eat that day i was children were asking what what next mm. so that morning i was asking i go to this fellowship and ask some money mm. but inside me 
because and everybody knew i doing the big good business mm. and every so till that like i don't i will not show myself to people that i need money mm. because i know that lord is my provider mm. that day when i went and share the testimony i never told about the money in the evening they got me a provisions mm. we got a food then we were praising god mm. see how god is faithful so we don't have anything to eat but lord has bought that so that's how we god has encouraged us to do the ministry so every time i go out i will share the testimony i will share the witness to the people no matter of what background they are i'll go and share the love of christ with them and win the souls mm. so i was winning these souls from many years so this sudan i was always googling in the google mm. so where is this how to go there because i never knew any person in africa so I, i used to ask everybody brother can you take me to sudan they used to laugh they used to laugh at me they said brother sudan going to sudan is not easy mm. that place is not good so i just kept kept that one in the shelf but uh, any time wherever i whenever i'm joining the big companies i was working there this is hitting me mm. what you are doing here i called you for sudan mm. then i took it very seriously and i said my wife banu i'm going to join a bible college so that i can equip myself mm. then i can go to sudan then she said okay going to bible college is like something like you have to sacrifice your one year full full time not working anywhere and this makes a very impossible for us because i was only the bread maker for my family mm. then i prayed to the lord father open the doors for me mm. so that i can go to the bible college and where i can work and take my family mm. i mean like taking care of my family uh, simon believe me somebody saw my resume in the linkedin mm-hmm. and they called me uh they calling from they said they calling from us and they want to start up a company in hyderabad mm. so they want to appoint me as a business development manager for their company mm. seeing my experience and i need to work in the night shifts only so this gave me a uh, vision from the lord that is going to be happen then i got a, joined in the bible college in the morning hours i used to work the in the us company in the night times because mm. we are working from india so us is in different mm-hmm. time zone so night whole night i used to work and morning 2 hours i used to sleep and go to the bible college the lord gave me that grace <laughs> so some people know in the, when they come from the job they directly go for sleep for a whole day in the morning mm-hmm. hours but for me like i was enjoying in the word of god every day mm-hmm. new things they are sharing the new things mm-hmm. new revelations mm-hmm. so 6 months lord helped me within the 6 month and the 5th month i got an opportunity to come to kenya last year mm-hmm. so when the brother i met him his name is rehabam he told me to come to kenya so when i see the map kenya is a border to sudan mm. so i felt like the lord is calling me then i prayed and prayed and prayed then lord said go then now the challenge of money mm. so kenya ticket and other things it was like huge amount for me mm. taking care of my family and mm. Mm. so there was no chances of me to go to africa so i was thinking lord i asked, i don't think i can go i'm telling the lord mm. that i cannot go where he called me then lord took me to one family in hyderabad mm. his name is bread valentine they he is also called aaron so we went to his house and lord told me to pray for one of one of his friends daughter who mm. came there mm. i said lord they are intellectual people they are rich people do you think that i can go and ask them i don't ask them let them come to me i'll pray then lord, somehow lord has make them to come to me because aaron knows that i'll go to the hospitals and pray for the sick people mm-hmm. he knows that so he told uh, that brother uh, noble goes and that's how he does his ministry immediately this father told can you pray for my daughter i said i'll pray for her because lord told me 
10 minutes back mm. then i laid hands on her when i started praying i could see that girl is head is bouncing mm. in the spirit when i opened she was calm there mm. it happens 3 4 times after this she went calm then i said she is healed then they were so strange because that that disease what she is having is an in, incurable disease wow. doctor has to operate that mm-hmm. it takes a large amount to do that and i'm saying it's healed i'm i told them very confidently if you want go and check with the doctor mm. go and check with the doctor i'll be here only mm. so they were so amazed with that what the words i said even i was amazed mm-hmm. when i came back come back to my house i told my wife my daughters to pray for that what i told that that word should be established within one week they called me they mm. said brother something strange happened we took the reports to the doctor and doctor said why you bought this girl she is already normal wow oh we praised god for the healing but i never knew my finances are coming from them uh-huh. and they called me to their house and after the prayer they said brother this is a small envelope for you for your ministry mm. when i came down and opened that mail envelope it was exactly the ticket amount what i'm looking for <laughs> <laughs> i used some of the money for my children fees from that ticket amount mm. so i was so guilty in my this thing then i prayed lord forgive me i have used that money because you gave for your mm. ministry i used it i'm short of some money then that day was sunday lord told me to put a request in the whatsapp for the prayer one lady from women from ume mumbai mm. she ping me and said brother i need your prayers can you pray for me and she is suffering with cancer mm. so that day i prayed for her mm. immediately next day evening she said i was on the deathbed sleeping yesterday but today now i am in the market street buying uh, groceries wow brother i want your address can you send me your address i thought she is coming to meet me so i gave my address to her mm. then after one week i was praying in the my house desperately for the required amount then somebody knocked my door when i opened the door it was a blue dot courier is a courier in india mm-hmm. and they sent me a courier when i opened it was a check amount which i, I used for the lots wow oh i said lord thank you and my <laughs> my family my wife everybody was we were jumping in the house see how the lord will provides so i just came with that money last year also mm-hmm. and we were ministering in everywhere and i was interviewed in many televisions and radio stations last year also mm-hmm. and uh, simon last year where i was one i can say around 4 to 5000 souls i won for wow. the lord wow and people at the radio station people at tv station people used to call me and said in the report every month we are retelecasting the program and people are calling us and giving their lives to the lord wow oh this makes me so happy and this year mm. as i told you like going to sudan is a promised land for me mm-hmm. so i was so desperate and at the same time i was looking for the lord guidance also to to mm-hmm. take me there mm-hmm. so when i called my wife when i was in kenya i called my wife back again and my daughters they said dad you are going to sudan for sure they don't know that i'm not carrying them and i don't mm-hmm. i didn't told them because mm-hmm. they might be uh, thinking of me and so i didn't tell that i have money mm-hmm. don't have money but they are saying that you are going to the sudan mm-hmm. so even i was talking to uday some somehow we came to uganda now so when we reached uganda we met uh, the sudanese pastor also at the same time so we thought of sharing all our we, things with him at least now i can just pray catch his hands and pray and send him to sudan that only i, I can do 
so when i met the pastor i said uh, matthew his name is matthew pastor matthew i think we cannot come to sudan because we are short of money uh, so let's pray so we were praying in the grand imperial hotel so that is what the red sea for me mm-hmm. then the lord said just just speak and i will do the things for you i spoke that lord if you will give me that money mm-hmm. so that i can go to the sudan and see the land of sudan mm-hmm. to minister to the people of sudan so the 6th of june like uh, july uh, i met you because last year i called you from yes. uh, kenya yes so i could not meet you so i was so longing to see you from past two years mm. i've been heard about you in india mm-hmm. i heard about you in uh, retreats mm-hmm. so if lord i said lord if you will let me meet this humble man so i just want to meet him and see but i'm not sure like maybe lord opens doors through you i don't know because i just wanted to be a take shelter for two days or one day even we both were praying mm. where we were asking like if simon can help us providing one day stay mm. we stay there and next day we can go back to kenya mm. this is what our plan b mm. but we have in a concrete uh, in the spirit that we are going to sudan so that night when we came to you we just shared our testimony you asked us to a personal stay about tell about yourself then we shared without even you think you said no you are going you people are going to sudan <laughs> oh praise god i said i was you, you i cannot show my emotions at the same time in, on my face to you impressions but i was literally dancing in my spirit inside <laughs> i said lord thank you thank you i was just thanking him i am not telling anything just thanking him thanking him thanking him so lord has opened the red sea yes uh, when i stood in the uganda land of uganda and uh, next day uh, as you promised you paid that 500 dollars for us to all of our team to go Mm-mm. to sudan so we traveled to sudan it was a night uh, morning early morning 3 am we reached sudan borders mm. oh my god i then i could sense the spirit there it's a very very tough tough so somehow then we entered there when we went to the to immigration they said indian passports uh, indian uh, uh, citizens has to get that embassy mm. go through embassy mm-hmm. and get their what documents and without that you cannot enter into the land of sudan now we felt like it's over like mm-hmm. so we came this far we are not entering in the land but somehow that immigration officer he called me inside mm-hmm. that is the entry into sudan land mm-hmm. so i said lord if you just take me to that land i'll be so grateful for you mm-hmm. and i entered into the land he mm-hmm. called me inside mm-hmm. he took me to the bus where we have our luggage sade mm-hmm. he thought that we is bringing the luggage but i am thinking that i am i'm walking on the land of sudan mm-hmm. i was glorifying the lord i was praising yeah. the lord i was praying there for their peace of for their peace yes so after that head officer called us he mm-hmm. was so tough guy he was so tough he was he was asking why you people came here without information so he was asking so many questions then i was praying inside to open his heart then slowly i asked him sir can i pray for you then he said you want to pray for me i said yes sir i want to pray for you and your country then he said play prayer in slow don't shout and pray <laughs> oh then i thank thank god for he allowed me to pray then i prayed and i prayed i prayed in spirit and my tears fell down rolling down i was praying for the peace i was peace, praying for the joy in that country mm-hmm. i was declaring what the lord has given in my heart mm-hmm. i was speaking that words prophesying them there 
that your country will be prosper you people will be in peace mm. your people will be in joy and they are celebrating their independence day on 9th of july mm. i prayed for their independence celebration should be go peacefully so everyone should know the lord i prayed everything what i want to tell i told everything on that their land <laughs> <laughs> and i spoke there wow. and lord did miracle I mean, that's how the lord has accomplished my mission and uh, the pastors and uh, fellow church in uh, juba they were praying for me mm. and they sent an invitation to me to get a legal documentation now mm. when i come next time yes so that's how i'm planning uh, to come next time so this time it's totally on a faith we yes. don't have any money yeah and we were like treated like royal kings in priest uh-huh. in this, this area in uganda and kenya we were eating every day good delicious food yes yes we were ministering every day and we won many many souls again this time also yes you've been up to remote villages in the mountains tell us some of the miracles that the lord has done through you so far so lord us to lord took us to the mount of uh, mount elgon in kenya so we went to mount elgon there and uh, when we went there it was like very dark pitch dark there's no electricity uh, no nothing so mm. we don't have anything only hut to stay there mm. and that was night uh, friday night uh, around there there's a there worship whole night service friday whole night then saturday we have meeting mm-hmm. and sunday we have church so we were traveling from india mm. to all the places so we got so tired then i called my wife i said why i can't uh, take it this today i want to go tomorrow then my wife told think of jesus when jesus was on this earth he didn't have a plane he doesn't have any vehicles to transport uh, means mm. but you people have everything you came by flight <laughs> you have everything why don't you just put some effort mm. and share the gospel to those those people who are waiting for you from morning yes that gave me strength uh, when i thought about jesus that mm. gave me strength so i'm doing his work then i went there with powerfully mm. so anointed and i was sharing about the love of christ to the in the church mm. and many church almost every the church people came forward mm. and received christ as their savior mm. they became a born again in the spirit now mm. though they, they they told about they are christians i shared my testimony i was also christian being christian is not in a must that you'll go you'll be born again mm. that born again has to come within from the heart so that's how i shared the gospel them so we were happy in that area and uh, in Ma- we came to uganda place called kapchorwa mm. it's a remote place no mm. no electricity again no internet <laughs> we were out of internet internet uh, almost 10 days wow we are not even communicating with our people when we entered the capturewa i got this breathing problem so i was suffering with uh, this and the devil is telling about my heart condition because i got an heart attack so i got a very fear in my mm-hmm. this thing but then my spirit the lord is telling that go my son there's a lot of things there out so when i went to that place one girl she came with a dying condition she is suffering with a stomach ulcers or something with 2 years mm-hmm. when we when lord showed me that girl we just went and prayed over for that girl mm-hmm. and gave some water to drink as the holy spirit lord gave us that utterance to mm-hmm. tell to them we told to take the water and when she that girl consumed that water it's a point of contact it's nothing there in the water mm-hmm. it's a kind of faith that what the lord has told we did that and when she that girl drank that water immediately immediately not even at 10 minutes or 20 minutes wow. it, i can say it's just like that wow so i saw that this lord is working very amazingly oh i can see that girl she was almost came with a dying 
Yes. People brought her inside the church. Yes. After five minutes, she sat down. After the church service over, she was standing and raising her hands to say the glory to the Lord. Wow. And uh, next day, I got a report. That is on Monday evening. So we was coming back to capture what to Mbale. Yes. So I saw that girl playing outside. Wow. She's just as if she's a normal girl. She's playing outside. I we went to them, and uh, we asked her how how she is. The parents were so happy, so happy. Mm. They gave thanks to the Lord. And I was in Mbale on Thursday, Tuesday, and then I got a call from pastor saying, uh, "Man of God, that girl you prayed for, she got totally healed. Wow! And wow. her mother bought a cow <laughs> as an offering because they don't have money. They bought a cow. That cow is costing around some Indian currency, maybe around fifty thousand or uh, in a US dollars, it mm-hmm. might be around five hundred, six hundred dollars. So she gave that cow to bring me back again." <laughs> so that I can share the gospel in their town, so that everybody can get healing. Wow! That that faith the Lord has given her. So I praised God that for that, and uh, I had uh, many reports from the pastor saying that many people are coming to the church next week. Wow! The following week yes. after we went back, the people who the Lord has won this we found the source for the Lord. Those people attending the churches, mm-hmm. and even there was a drunkards there. Mm. So we ministered to them. Mm-hmm. They never been to church. Many years, almost they are fifty plus. They were drunkards. When we minister to them and we, they receive the Christ, those people also attending the church now. Wow! So all glory to the Lord Jesus, what He has done in this mission. Yes. And we can probably say that it's almost a uh, one thousand plus till now. The souls wow. we won won in different places wow. in different regions. Wow! So do you remember Simon? What I was telling about the vision, the dream. Yes. What the Lord has given me, the Peter and Paul. Uh huh. In that dream, I told you that I was struggling to get the souls. So that vision came to me in my mind that day. So I was in the remote places, carrying the souls to the Lord. Yes. So that gave me strength again. So I felt like the vision is coming true. The Lord is using me in the remote areas, mm-hmm. and as well as anywhere. Lord, Lord uses me anywhere also. But this vision, what the dream has come uh, for me, is getting to accomplish like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the deep places where is no network, mm-hmm. there is no internet. Only they're they're very hunger. So now uh, I felt like uh, we have some more days to in in Africa. Maybe and next week we'll be flying back to India. So Lord has stored many things for His children here. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we might reach them wow. and share the gospel with them too. Nightlight. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. Gosh, there's just so much that the Lord has done for you and through you in just the short time you've been here. Melvin's also here for two months. He now has a job in the U.S. as a Bible and a math teacher at a private Christian school. So he's not able to come as often or for as long as he used to on previous mission trips. But still, it's amazing at how much the Lord has been using him during the time he is here. Anyway, I'm sure your testimonies will be an encouragement to people that even if they have a full-time job, there's still so much you can do if you come on even, say, a one-month mission during your summer holiday. Udai, anything that you'd like to add? You've been traveling like a Sancho Panza to this Don Quixote here with his crazy faith. You could be chilling in a luxury hotel in Japan with your family. But instead, you're out here on a rugged mission trip to East Africa. Any regrets? How's it been? Before we set out on the trip, uh, Noble told me that uh, 
you know that when we go to africa we'll be going like paul and barnabas <laughs> so so when he said that i felt like you know i thought it was a bit funny but uh, through this trip i feel like yes i am accompanying paul in the spirit because uh, he has been the main uh, speaker throughout this and uh, he has really uh, put a lot of uh, prayer and faith behind the whole thing but uh, to be honest uh, it's been really exciting simon because uh, i really think uh, the walk of faith is not always easy sometimes it can be it can be a rugged path and uh, sometimes it can be a path where sometimes you are really tested and sometimes the enemy is always waiting to get you down get you discouraged and giving you all kinds of uh, all kinds of ideas like you said yeah mm. i mean i could be in japan or i could be even in my house mm. just chilling out you know and maybe watching tv something like that but uh, the thing is i have really studied uh, the word a lot i've been reading a lot of word over the years and really felt the lord is really calling me to put his word to the test put his promises to the test because there's no point in just reading the word and having head knowledge of the word mm-hmm. the word is something which we can actually test it try it mm-hmm. and uh, if you put god and his word to the test in real life i have seen and this trip is a testimony to it that it he never fails amen yeah. and uh, i have done a lot of uh, i do a lot of witnessing in india but this whole trip has been different mm. and uh, i think for the first time in uh, i've really spoken to large groups of people mm. and uh, to be honest uh, i'm not a very good public speaker <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because i'm more of a writer and i'm more of a shy person and i would rather write or even my witnessing has been mostly one on one and to small groups it's not really been to large crowds the first time we went up on this mountain and we found this large number of people waiting for us <laughs> maybe i don't know how many were there 200 300 more than 300 more than, yeah more than 300 people and they're all waiting for me to speak hey lord what have you done <laughs> <laughs> i just do not know what to say mm. please help me that's all i said jesus help me and believe it or not donating just came and all the word which i had taken in over the years mm. just the right word for the situation nothing more nothing less wow. it was just the lord and uh, it just came through like you're saying the lord has not failed us on this trip i mean really has not failed us it's more than repaid 100 times over and really i'm uh, i've been so uh, inspired uh, by this uh, trip and just seeing how the lord coming through that when i go back to india i'm really going to go all out for i'm going to keep pressing forward i'm going yes. to keep the momentum going so it's 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 been a fantastic trip for me it's really been a great great uh, walk of faith mm. for sure and uh, i just want to tell everyone that uh, people who are really anxious about just stepping out by faith believe it or not god is still on the throne and he's very very much involved mm-hmm. in the affairs of people very mm-hmm. much you know he's not just way out somewhere in space and uh, he's not like uh, some person stern judge just waiting to judge people <laughs> when they make mistakes i'll tell you he's he's right here he's in control and he's he's in control of every small area of our lives yes. every little area of our lives it's not just the spiritual side of things but every practical area of your life mm-hmm. i just want to encourage people to just involve make make god uh, a part of your life not just uh, a spiritual part uh, or maybe just when you read the word or go to church but uh, make uh, god a part of your life every day talk to him commune with him make him your best friend just put him to the test and he'll come through for you so i really that's just want to tell everyone <laughs> that's what i have i have uh, learned on this trip shining love's light 
You're listening to Nightlight. Noble and Odai, thank you so much for sharing your testimonies on Nightlight. Noble, you had something to add. I just want to add one more thing today to to uh, yes. people who are hearing. Today is my birthday actually. Yes, happy birthday. <laughs> thank you, you, thank you. Today is my birthday. I'm praising God because he has added many years for me. So I was supposed to be with the Lord on May of 7, 2005. Mm. He made my life. He he delivered me from addictions. He delivered me from everything. And uh, this is to only glorify the Lord. Mm-hmm. It is not I'm celebrating my birthday, but I'm glorifying my Lord that He brought me here and testifying the Lord the great things, the good things He has done in my life through the radio.
know, that's what I love about this program, how the Lord somehow sends our way unknown people who have wonderful testimonies that they're able to share with you on this program. Not unknown to the Lord, of course, and we can be sure that Noble and Udai have their names inscribed very prominently in God's Hall of Fame. That song, by the way, also coming from India. That was Ozzy Fernandez and family who are from Goa. The light is always on with Nightlight. Nightlight. You're tuned in to Nightlight. Okay, that's it for now. Got lots more to share with you, but that'll have to wait until next time. God bless you. Bye-bye.